Everything that makes country racing great. This is Bushbeat on Radio Town. Arms in front below the 400 metres. Leads only by a head. Vule's right there, ready to pounce in second. Three away, rolling with the flow. Is trying to stoke up into it. And then came Diggity from Del Toro. Hard landing, can't win into the straight. Coat of Arms has to fight from Vule on the outside. And rolling with the flow is starting to thunder up the middle of the track now. Rolling with the flow, moved up to Coat of Arms and Vule. And rolling with the flows off to Eagle Farm. Um, won the qualifier by two lengths and beat maybe coat of arms second just in front of Vule. It's only about a month away, isn't it? We talked about the Group 1 Tats Tiara earlier. Well, this is on the same day, the Battle of the Bush final over 1,200 metres. Let's say good morning to Tony Clements. How are you, Tony? Great, thank you, Steve. Good morning to you and to everyone else joining us for Bushbeat for another week here on Radio Tab, rounding up the country news. And you're right, Steve, only a month out to the Battle of the Bush for 2023. We are 11 legs in and five to go as another five pieces of the puzzle fell into place on the weekend with the heats that were conducted, that one that you heard at the Nango, taken out by Roland with the flow. Art by Concord saluting at Cunnamulla. Armanichi at Emerald. Golden Athena at Home Hill. And out Chiquila at Mariba. Also coming up on the show today, we're going to look back at the Magic Millions Rob Kosh Memorial Far North Queensland Up and Coming Stayers Series. Another leg at Mariba taken out by Santa Marinella. And the latest Outback Racing Showcase heat was at Mount Isa on Saturday, won by Caffrey. Plenty of guests coming up on the show today and helping us out with all of the news as always is Rob Luck. G'day, Rob. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, listeners. And, uh, yes, this jigsaw puzzle is starting to take shape. Four new pieces go into the equation to just make it even more interesting, Tony. And that meeting out at Nanango, really great to see the uh, number of runners they had there for the seven-event program and the feature race with Roland with the flow. Now, Tony, you'll remember this. We had Gabby Sammons on when she uh, had that great performance as the apprentice, of course, apprentice to Ryan Tyrrell and Tom Button. And she mentioned this horse... Uh, that they were setting it for the Battle of the Bush, and it went to Gundawindi. It uh, got beaten at Gundawindi uh, in the Battle of the Bush heat, but look at the horse that beat it there, Massini. Well, he's a class galloper, and he ran at Ipswich with 63 kilos at his last start. Even though unplaced, it was a good uh, path towards the final. And then rolling with the flow goes to this heat at Nanango, and when you start seeing horses like Coat of Arms that ran seventh in the Stampede final last year, Diggity's been a, uh, a finalist prior to this, Cappuccino the same. Uh, this is a good quality field, and you had to be impressed, Tony. I don't know whether you saw this one, but uh, the way that it stormed home down the centre of the track to give uh, Matthew Powell his double for the day... Uh, you would have to think that rolling with the flow is going to be well favoured in the market come final day. I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up starting favourite, Rob, unless there's something that's really going to leap out of the tracks uh, with the legs coming up. We've got three this weekend at Gladstone, Cloncurry and Wando, and that's the one rescheduled from Jandowie. Uh, and then Bowen on the 3rd of June, the last leg on the uh, the grass track of the outback at Park Alden on the 10th of June. But looking at the impressive two-length win there by uh, rolling with the flow at Nanango on the weekend, I wouldn't be surprised to see it start favourite on finals, though. Yeah, and it's obviously been well set for the final. It's had country wins at Thangirl and Monto, the uh, five-year-old now by Love Conquers All, eight wins from 35. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to hold back from uh, where I start thinking how these horses are going to go uh, because I do respect that fact. It's hard to assess where they are at preps when they come towards a final like this. I mean, the run, run a gun to India, new track for rolling with the flow. Massini beats it there. Uh, Massini's already qualified so there's lots of good horses going forward but I like the fact that we're adding in each year the new up and coming type um, 
horses that you get uh, with the Battle of the Bush and the Country Stampede. There's the experienced veterans, let's call them, that are going to be also making an appearance. We'll be hearing more of that later in the show when we come to Scotty Power at, uh, but at Emerald. But you, you'd have to say this is one of the more impressive um, wins for a Battle of the Bush Heat. There's one out at Cunnamulla that Brett Moody's going to report on. Um, but as well, up there at Home Hill, we had another qualifier. And, of course, trainer John Manzeman. I know he's very proud of the fact that every running of a final of Battle of the Bush, Country Stampede and Country Cups, I think, he's always had a runner. Well, it happened again at Home Hill when Golden Athena upset the favourite in the race, an odds-on favourite. Uh, taking out that qualifier. Up towards the home corner, he's dictated nicely in front uh, on the favourite Bolt Kingston as they come back into view. Bolt Kingston in front, he had to go for home. Tempo's out after him though and getting on the inside is Golden Athena. Golden Athena got right through on the inside and Golden Athena's going to knock Bolt Kingston out. Golden Athena wins. Bolt Kingston second, Tempo third. You'd have almost thought Aaron Malloy had borrowed George Moore's whistle and uh, said to everyone on the outside, just move over a half a horse width. I'm just coming up the rail here with Golden Athena <laughs> and scoot at home to win by three quarters of a length. Yeah, on a day for Aaron Malloy, of course, where uh, top jockey Graham Cleesey absolutely dominated the program. Again, I, I saw a race at Townsville on Friday um, with Bay of Van Gaal. Absolutely fantastic ride by uh, Cleesey. And uh, he, he had four of the uh, six winners on the day up there uh, at, um, where are we going? Home Hill. And uh, a very dominant jockey in North Queensland. You know, he had wins for Benny Williams on Whistle, Rebel Lake for Ricky Gudge. That was the first of the double there for that combat, uh, for that trainer. Uh, they combined also with Old School. And then Wise Dragon with Stephen Bush in the Burdigan Cup. That was the other feature on the day where it defeated Castile and Forsetti. And um, he's Woody. Ter uh, Terry McGovern and Rebecca Wilson stepped in with the win as well. But coming back to this, um, this heat, Golden Athena... Now, this horse is one... I'm amazed by the uh, the travel this horse has done, the experience it's gained, this Golden Archer, and there are plenty of Golden Archers winning over the weekend. And Erin Malloy just gained that run on the on the fence after sitting off the pace, and she's got this ability too. Um, now, look, she's going up in grade, six wins now from 34, but she's won from 1,000 to 1,400. She's won at Birdsville. She's won at Bundaberg, these places. She's a bit of a cutest expert usually too in picking up that money. Um, but she has this storming finish when a race pans out correctly for her, and uh, she's going to get in with a light weight, this particular mare, and uh, mares in form... Um, you know, you don't knock that uh, that philosophy. Uh, she had been third in the Gordon Vale heat at the last start. So she's another one on the way up. And when you beat a horse like Bold Kingston that I think came off a Townsville win at its previous run and, and Tempo, which won a heat... Um, was either for the Stampede or the Battle of Bush last year. I know the Far North and the North Queensland horses in the past haven't been uh, getting the result when it comes to the final, often a quite a bit of bad luck, barriers, etc. Uh, travel involved as they all face from the country areas. Uh, but Golden Athena adds a really interesting dimension uh, to this particular final. And uh, as I said at the beginning, Johnny Mansman, uh, super proud, I'm sure, of the fact that he's already got this qualifier in. And uh, Golden Athena could be, uh, he could be waiting for another one to go with it because uh, when you go up to Mareeba on the weekend up there, 
uh, Ouch, Aquila, Scotty Sheargold and Scott Cooper, in this case, was able to um, beat the favourite, Cochrane, who loves running second, this horse, but he's another one. If he happens to make the final, as horses uh, who don't go, don't or, or aren't qualified, etc. Um, but Ouch, Aquila, it's an interesting runner as well, and it took the Battle of the Bush qualifier at Mariba on Saturday. At the 600 metre mark, and Yoshi Toronaga still out in front, going great guns. Loud noise is there, and parked right behind them is Cochrane. They were followed then by a little bit wider Sylvester. Starting to pick up the bit now, then came on the inside out Shaquilla, Mr. Larrabee, and last of all is Fast Train. They come into the straight. Yoshi Toronaga collared by Cochrane and went to the lead. Cochrane. And got about uh, half, three quarters of a length. Loud noise. Sylvester starting to come. Mr. Larrabee storming home down the outside. It's Cochrane in front. Out Shaquilla burst through the middle and got there. Out Shaquilla got a second win, got through the middle and grabbed the lead and won it. From on the inside was Cochrane. Now out wide is Loud Noise. A race that really changed complexion over the uh, the last furlong or so, probably even in just the last 50 metres. And as Bluey said in the call, out Shaquilla with Scotty Sheargold in the saddle, bursting through uh, the, the pack there to take out that qualifier at Mariba, Rob. And again, one thing to be careful of with the heats, you get horses for courses, and this is one that does love this track. Uh, two wins in a second from three starts. A nine-year-old mare by uh, Host, 11 wins and uh, 27 minor placings. You'd love to have it in the stable out of 73 starts. It's one from 950 to 1400. Meets that sort of qualification or that, that condition, I think, where if you can run a strong 1400, uh, you're well suited in this final at Eagle Farm. Cochrane, in this case, was the favourite for the race, and uh, Lacey Morrison had put it into the race beautifully, coming through a gap on the corner or approaching the corner. And he just couldn't withstand that late challenge, that late burst. But uh, again, horses like Loud Noise and Fast Train, these are good horses up there in that far north area. And um, these couple of horses, Alchiquila and Cochrane, I think, just keep them in the mix. Uh, since December... Alchiquila, interestingly, has had seven runs for three wins, three seconds, including Townsville form. So, again, uh, the form, you look closely at horses like this, and they really do add that extra dimension um, to the race. And, and this Cochrane, he always gets me worried in these races because he's the sort of horse that one day he's going to put it uh, all together. Uh, and let's remember, he's a, he's a half-brother to Sofrado, the encryption uh, that won the Spirit of Boom. Um, two weekends ago so the breeding's there, he just hasn't quite put it all together but um, I th I'm sure Johnny Manson will be trying to plot a course with him to make sure he makes the final as well but uh, they they really add a good dimension and of course when you look at these meetings Tony Lacey Morrison just continues to um, dominate the form up there in the far north comes up with a double yet again of course, she rode for John Manswin Talk Sensation, the Medaglia Oro that had come off a maiden win at Clermont. She backed it up with a race-to-race -race double with Bohemian Flyer. A new one for Mark Atkinson, I see, and a new set of colours. Um, Tony, I don't know if you can pick up those colours, but don't tell me. We've got another dash hound in a set of colours, I think, just like Nuggy Turnbull's got the yellow set with the dash hound. I'm pretty sure, I'm a little bit uh, funny in one eye here, but I'm pretty sure there's a dash hound in those colours. I think you're dead right, yeah. That's uh, black, oh, I'm not sure what we... Whether you'd call that a uh, cerise or a turquoise or what you'd call... Uh, not a turquoise, a cerise or a hot pink. Um, but it certainly looks to be, yeah, dashhound-like <laughs> on the uh, on the face of the uh, the colours there. I, I mean, 
we have those dash down races down at Middlemount that uh, Nuggie has a fair bit to do with uh, Richard Turnbull. Well, now we've got the colour race going on. But great to see Lacey with that double there. And good to see Scott Sheargold also, that win with Scott Cooper on our Chiquila. He had the race-to-race double and also for Scott Cooper with courting Sarah, uh, the Mara Zara. And there's another one of those that won on the uh, weekend as well. And uh, again, this meeting had a, a seven, well, it was a seven race program uh, with the addition of races to the meeting. And uh, great to see the other winners there in the A. Alex Malief coming up with a, um, a winner first up since uh, February in uh, Thumami, uh, a written tycoon, uh, defeating Northern Girl Apache Minto. Uh, we've also mentioned the other ones there, as well as Southern Swing. Um, being a winner for Peter and Trevor Rowe and Kristen Swaffer. Now, that brought up Kristen's 80th winner, I'm pretty sure it was. There's a Mara Zara again. Uh, in fact, that's uh, two Mara Zaras that uh, I've mentioned on the program. It was a race-to-race double for that stadium. But 80th winner for Kristen Swaffer, doing, uh, going great guns, riding in tremendous form and uh, a good win on Southern Swing. That's had Southern campaigns before and a Cups horse last campaign, defeating Love on Sunday and Modernism. And Santa Maranella for Frankie Edwards and Rodney Miller taking out the final event, which is the Rob Kosh Memorial, Far North Queensland up-and-coming Sayers Benchmark 65. Of course, this affects the final placings here. And uh, this one, uh, its first run at the track, defeated Damasquito and uh, Gaelic. So Santa Maranella adds to that other jigsaw puzzle that you're keeping tabs on, Tony. The points tally there on that uh, Far North Queensland up-and-coming Sayers series. Uh, at this stage, Janelle Ryan on six points is leading John Kilroy on four for the trainer's tally. Lacey on seven leads uh, a host of jockeys on three points apiece in Rachel Shred, Scotty Sheargold, uh, Masayuki Abe, and there was one other that I did spot there that had three points, Frankie Edwards, from that win on the weekend. And at this stage, I Love Rock and Roll with four points leads uh, a host of the others on three points each in Sioko, Witterick, Savvy Legend, Gaelic and Santa Marinella and so far Rob on that one we are four legs in four legs to go uh, there's a couple in June couple in July Cairns on the 3rd of June Atherton on the 17th Oak Park on the 1st of July and Cairns the last leg on the 11th of July as we keep a track on the progressive points there for the up and coming stairs moving back into the Battle of the Bush in amongst his tour of country hotels checking out the uh, the serving temperature of fine owls at fine inns along the way with uh, Graham Shy's Gundawindi Travel Group. Brett Moody took a little bit of time out of his uh, crumb steak tour to check in with what happened at Cunnamulla on the weekend. On the home turn, they swing the bend now, and it's Parker. He heads up for home. Morris presses first one beaten. Art by Concord on the outside, and here's Tycoon Zip and past the card running on. Parker on the inside, kicking strongly, trying to get it to Art by Concord. Art by Concord put its head in front, and Art by Concord win. Past the card, flew lady, got off the second. Parker weak and late. I think he's run third. Then Tycoon yes, Zip. Great win there by uh, Art by Concord for uh, Craig Smith and uh, highlighting Craig's uh, training ability if we needed any reminding. Uh, as I say, good morning to uh, you, Rob, and uh, Tony, and uh, all our uh, Bushbeat uh, audience. Uh, Brett Moody joining you here for uh, a review of uh, the Cunnamulla Race Day and Art by Concord booking his uh, spot in the Battle of the Bush final. winning uh, that qualifier there at Cunnamulla. And uh, over the uh, 1,200 metres, Art by Concord... Uh, Craig had started him first up at uh, Cunnamulla back in the March meeting uh, and uh, he won a benchmark 65 there 
and subsequently had uh, three runs over the 1,600 metres, including a fourth in the um, Tree of Knowledge Cup at Barcool. And so it was a great effort to freshen him up back to the uh, 1,200. He had the miles in his leg. Uh, was a little worried whether he'd have the uh, pace to stay with them early, but he actually bounced to the front uh, so fresh he was. And as a result, he was able to have the run of the race and prove uh, too strong there. So uh, a great effort, and he'll be very hard to beat. He's got a very good strike rate. He's only won six from 19, so that he's got a sense of timing about him. And we've always said with the final being at Eagle Farm, you need at least a 1,400-metre horse. And uh, he's certainly got the 1,600-metre background, and uh, he's uh, got the uh, turf track form. And, of course, uh, the little worry was whether the 1,200 might be a little bit uh, short for him but he showed he certainly has got the pace as well. The other side of that uh, story with uh, Art by Concord, his young apprentice Dylan Bennett was a non-claiming race. He's only a 4kg apprentice. In fact, he's only ridden one winner and, in fact, hadn't ridden a winner in Queensland. Uh, of course, he's from the uh, famous uh, Bennett uh, family at the Scone and uh, celebrated his first week of moving up to uh, Roma with Craig Smith, who uh, is a new master. And with that win by Art Boy Concord, so he could actually probably uh, help a couple of other uh, trainers uh, qualify their horses with this 4 kg uh, uh, weight, uh, particularly if they get into a handicap um, an event. And he's able to uh, claim uh, because uh, some of those old horses with the 4 kgs off, and uh, Dylan obviously showing plenty of uh, riding uh, ability, uh, could be. Uh, much shorter after in the next month or so now that he's uh, based in the uh, in the uh, Roma area. So uh, it was a great day of racing there at Catamulla. This is uh, normally the uh, Charleville Newmarket meeting. Uh, of course, uh, Charleville out of action, but pleasing to report that the work has actually restarted on the uh, Charleville track, so we'll uh, keep an eye on the progress there and hopefully it won't be uh, too much longer before Charleville is back in action with uh, Catamulla with uh, Liz and Perry and all the team down there doing a great job taking on these extra meetings. Certainly uh, uh, only a small band of uh, workers down there, but they're taking a hit for uh, the region's racing, in particular the owners, trainers and jockeys. They're the ones to benefit most by uh, these uh, little clubs taking on the extra meetings. Uh, Tess Townsend rode a winning double there, and she teamed with local trainer Monique Gavin with a new horse, our Golden Sheriff, bought um, from Victoria came up with their residual fitness and only started a month ago and uh, that uh, uh, showed the benefit by our Golden Sheriff proving too good to win the waters in Henry's maiden plate over the 1,000 metres. So that's uh, Monique's uh, fourth winner as a trainer, so she's putting a great little record together. Tess, of course, had uh, just recently ridden her 100th uh, career winner and she backed it up in the very next race, the Class 3 plate for Round and Hurley within Hinchable and uh, here was a, a little special moment because there's another off the Wyandra uh, racing production line, Alistair Webb from the famous Webb family uh, at uh, Warrigo Park and uh, the property's just out of, uh, of uh, Wyandra. Um, his uh, dad, John Webb, and his granddad, uh, Boyd Webb, uh, both been uh, presidents and secretaries of the Wyandra Race Club back through the generations. They've always had race horses and it's uh, shown through another generation. Alistair would have been training a lot long ago if he uh, could have, he said, but, uh, with commitments uh, here and there. But he's picked up this horse from in Hinchable from uh, the Healy Stable, paid 7000 for him, and he's now doubled that uh, return. So it was his first winner as a trainer, 
he, uh, he, he had won previously at the Anzac Day meeting at Cunnamulla for Monique Gavin while Alistair got all the affairs in order. But, uh, he's got a little uh, training track there down at Wyandra and he goes to Cunnamulla to gallop and, and uh, I'm sure that he'll probably now definitely get the bug and probably take on another couple of, uh, of horses. But in Henchable, uh, probably just the timing for him was just out a little bit. He was eyeing off, obviously, the Battle of the Bush, but it's probably come up a bit uh, too soon for him. But um, he's won that uh, race very well on the back of that uh, benchmark performance against uh, Bonnie Everett to uh, Morven, where he really put the riding on the wall. So he's now won uh, two of his last three and will, I think, go through to open company. The benchmark, 65, 1,400 metres. John Patterson and Brendan Newport combining here with Forged in Stone. Winding back the clock, he won the Cunnamulla Cup in 2021 over the 1,400 metres and uh, he's actually now won three races at uh, Cunnamulla and uh, he enjoys the big open stretches there and he was back to his best stepping up after a couple of 1,200 metre runs and his last start at Corpy put the riding on the wall. So uh, he got the money there. Shane Iverson and Sophie Wilcock combined with um, Declassify is now unbeaten since uh, joining uh, Shane's uh, stable. Only a lightly raced horse, and that was a tough effort on uh, on speed there on Saturday. So he's now won two out of two, and he's another that will go through his grades. And uh, Cutis money went off in the uh, benchmark 50 Cutis for Benny Waldron and Amy Graham with white chocolate. She also led all the way and put an end to the bridesmaid tag because she'd uh, been runner-up in uh, three uh, her previous three runs and uh, she found enough and uh, a great pick-up for the connections because it was the, with the cutest uh, bonus uh, for her, being a three-year-old filly, that uh, she picked up nearly uh, $13,000 uh, for the win. So uh, a great day of racing uh, with that Cunnamulla extra meeting taking on the uh, Charleville uh, program. Uh, they race again in a fortnight with their normally scheduled meeting, and that's the uh, pink race day. And I believe uh, Rob's uh, going to head out there to Cunnamulla for the first time. I'm sure he's uh, looking forward to it. But that's all the news I have for this week on Bushbeak. Good morning, all. Good on you, uh, Brett. We appreciate that. And Robbie's on the road this weekend heading off to Tambo <laughs> before he then makes that trip out to Cunnamulla, uh, as Brett just mentioned there. And Rob, the other meetings that are coming up, following on from the TAB program today at Chinchilla, Thursday we're at Gatton, Friday Rockhampton, Saturday it's Mackay Amateurs Cup Day, as well as Toowoomba and then Townsville are racing Tuesday of next week. But as I mentioned before, Battle of the Bush qualifies this coming Saturday at Cloncurry, Gladstone and Wandoan, where it's also Wandoan Cup Day. Uh, you're off to Tambo for Cup Day there where it's an Outback Racing Showcase Heat and Innisfail are also racing this Saturday Yeah I said at the beginning of the year I'm, I'm not retired Tony, I'm, I'm relocated so uh, great to be able to come off the interchange bench and have my first visit to Cunnamulla in two weeks time and I'll just and Brett just summed up that uh, Battle of the Bush Heat beautifully and uh, Art by Concord definitely a big show two from two at that track so another one that loved the particular track as I said at the top of the show though Tony uh, we've also got these experienced performers that have been in finals and none better than Arwen Ichi, who comes through in 2021, a third placing in the Battle of the Bush, a second in the country stampede. Last year, not as good. He, he was 10th in the Battle of the Bush, but he made the final and 14th in the stampede. And what a training effort for Raymond Williams and uh, jockey Ash Butler to get this fellow up by a nose. First up since December as uh, we welcome on board uh, Scotty Power this morning. Uh, good to have you back on Bushbeat, Scott. Um, tell us what you thought of Arwenichi and going forward towards the final of the Battle of the Bush. Hey, thanks, Robbie. Good morning to you. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, everyone. 
Yeah, well, when you look at it, I think over the weekend, possibly the Emerald Heat was uh, one of the strongest you will see, I think. And uh, those place getters like Isis Carmella finishing second to Awanichi and also Dynamic Verse, who won the Stampede final last year. Uh, those three gallopers, I, I, I'm suggesting, uh, with the heat still to come, that, that they'll be in the final as well. But G.R. and Ichi, Ash Butler rode him to a nicety. Uh, first up, um, resuming his preparation. He's had 13 starts at the Emerald Track now for seven wins, five seconds in a third. Um, and Ash Butler rode him a treat. Raymond Williams is very, very uh, tickled pink with the win. Um, of course, uh, now raced by uh, Pup Calvert, Mick Calvert's brother. So uh, new ownership for Arwen Ichi. But, yeah, he'll be down, down there for the final. I think it's as he's... Uh, third or fourth go down there now and um, uh, he's going to be in it up to his ears isn't he like it was a brilliant win uh, Isis Kamala came out in the last little bit but gee he shows the liking to this Emerald track and, and Ash Butler was able to get him to hang on and beat Isis Kamala with dynamic verse uh, for Len Morn and Brooke Johnson winding up in third spot Kevin Miller trains Isis Kamala and was ridden to perfection by Chris McCobber but all credit to the winner Armin Ichi in the Ted Harvey Memorial Battle of the Bush qualifier at Emerald on Saturday Yeah I think the the big thing coming into the final will be the 1,200 for some horses. I mean, Wawanichi's uh, proven, even though some may say he's suspect, but I think he's proven it with those placings in 2021. And uh, and well put that this heat really comes through with some depth going forward. So uh, we wish Raymond uh, Williams well there because uh, that's a great achievement to get this horse into yet another final. But it was Emerald Cup Day, um, Scott, and I couldn't believe the odds of a horse called Star Sonic uh, I know Echo, Echo Point may have looked a little bit disappointing on paper, but Star Sonic had beaten it at Thangool last start and uh, came up at $7, so a strong win there. Yeah, and Book Johnson rated it to a nice. Uh, the connections were a little bit concerned about stepping up to the 16-15 at Emerald in the Emerald Cup, but uh, down in the weights, it only carried the 54.5 kilos with Brooks' claim, and um, she's riding in great form. She rode four winners in Bowen last week and then two in the weekend. Uh, at Emerald, so uh, really good effort for the apprentice, Brooke Johnson. Trained by Dale White, Star Sonic was able to dictate terms in front. Uh, she stacked them up as approaching the home turn. Uh, then Kata Baru and JJ both came at it that last little bit, and Star Sonic was able to hang on and just edge out Kata Baru. Uh, Star Sonic trained by Dale White, Kata Baru trained by Graham Green, uh, ridden by Tash Chambers, and JJ. Uh, was a very good run and finishing in third spot for Angela Stevens and ridden by Chris McIver. But uh, full credit to the winner, Star Sonic, uh, got into it with a, with a featherweight, so to speak. And Echo Point, um, yeah, carried the big weight and uh, may have a little bit of a rest now and, and a let up uh, to try and get it prepped up for the Country Cups final again at the end of the year. Take us through the rest of the program. And of course, you mentioned Brooke Johnson. I'm glad we didn't put the knockers on her by having her on Bush Beach. She's got that double and Gay, Gabby Simmons also getting a further winner. Yeah, so Brooke, uh, her other winner was on the day was trained by Rodney Little in Thames and breaking its maiden status and, and Brooke was able to ride it to uh, perfection, sitting off the speed, came to the outside when they straightened up and was too good for the Petty Express for Wayne Baker and Gabby Simmons and in finishing the third spot was Hot Rod Jack for Patrick O'Toole and Chris McIver. Other winners on the day, uh, we've seen the opening event on the card, the first uh, division of the Benchmark 55, the QTIS uh, Benchmark 55, um, over the 1,000, a newcomer to the Raymond Williams stable in Kinjina. Uh, that gave Raymond a double. Uh, ridden by the apprentice, Gabby Simmons, uh, jumped straight to the front, was very, very strong at the end. Um, had the um, 63.5 kilos, less the claim, uh, down to 60.5. But the, the first start for the stable, the former New South Wales gallop at Kinjina, there's more wins in store there. Still feeling it for Glenda Bell and Ash Butler, uh, winding up in second spot, and Faz Flyer for Daryl Johnson and Nat Summers, finishing in third spot. 
The next race was a second division. That was a QDS benchmark 55. The cool, full complement of QDS prize money going off. And congratulations to Raymond Coyne and the, the team from Stuart Park Stub with our Stormy Girl, trained by Glenda Bell. Ridden by Warwick Satterley. Now, Warwick um, is a newcomer back to the riding ranks after some 20 years off, the former New Zealand rider. Uh, rode a winner in uh, Rockhampton last Thursday in Gilbert's Golf for Pat Dillon and was able to come out there on Saturday at Emerald, his first uh, riding day at Emerald. Uh, and was able to team up with Glenda Bell and led all the way on our Stormy Girl to get the money. Defeating Fondle for Tony Schofield, ridden by Matty Gray, and really, really good for Patrick O'Toole, and ridden by Adam Sewell, uh, winding up in third spot. Uh, we went through the other winners in Arwanichi and Thameson, um, and also Star Sonic. And the most impressive win, I thought, what, one of the impressive wins on the day was Package, uh, ridden by Damien Boutte uh, in winning race number five, the uh, benchmark 50 handicap over the 16, 15 metres. Uh, Trebler was able to dictate terms in front, trained by Jeffrey Rafter, ridden by Timmy Bummel, but Package and Trebler, they settled down to a two-horse war over the last bit, and if you say so, for Glenda Bell, winding up in third spot for Ash Butler. But Package, trained by Joe Halpin, and as I said, ridden by Damien Boutet, he's also relocated into Rockhampton, so it was good to see Damien trek out to Emerald and get a winner on the weekend as well with Package. And uh, uh, Joe Halpin, he does a great job with this horse, uh, races well this track, uh, was able to make the final of the Country Cup last year package and, um, you know, it finished down the track that day, but uh, good to see him back at Emerald and carried the 63 kilos and Damien's not a very heavy, heavy rider, so he would have carried a lot of dead weight in package and that was a good effort to score at the end, but overall it was a good meeting, uh, the Emerald Service Centre Emerald Cup day. Um, the crowd was there. It's, it was a pretty good crowd considering because normally uh, you don't get a big crowd at the normal meetings. On the Emerald 100 day, you get a huge crowd, but good to see the support they had there on the weekend. And uh, the jockeys, did, they carried um, a wool black uh, a yellow armband, sorry to recognise National Road Safety Week. And uh, CJ Edmonston was there on track uh, on behalf of the Department of Transport and uh, promoting that National Road Safety Week. And it was good to see the, the jockeys wear the yellow armbands in race number two. But yeah, congratulations to the club. A terrific meeting. The next meeting at Emerald, the 22nd of July, but my next meeting will be around the 1st of July. That's at Claremont for their Cup Day. Good on you, Scotty. Thanks for checking with us this week on that uh, Emerald Cup program and the Battle of the Bush qualifying. We'll catch up soon. Hey, thanks, boys. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Rob, we've got yeah, one more morning, meeting to Scotty. wrap up uh, quickly before we do head off because time is on the wing this morning. Tell us what happened at Mount Isa on the weekend. Yeah, well, Dan Ballard made this jockey's premiership quite interesting. We know Robbie Farr. He didn't get a winner on the weekend. He sits on 35. He's got 10 jockeys chasing him in the 20s. Dan moves to 28 after his double up there. In fact, bookended the program when Campedo took out the first for Damien Finter. And then for Mum Denise Ballard, shoot big. Of course, one of the in the Huddy colours uh, took out the final event, the winning Rupert. Jason Bavarovich, a uh, Trainer jockey combination there, dual license with Mersey Girl. An interesting filly, this one. Three wins, two placings, only four runs from the stable. Keep following it, winning uh, race two. There's a bear in there, has won three of its last four for Justin Borden and James Baker. And Billy Johnson, uh, of course, got the feature event, the Outbacks Racing Showcase heat with Caffrey, the ex Desley Forster runner, uh, David Sparks, kicking home. Uh, this particular gallop over Doom and Danaway, uh, that was an extremely close finish. And, of course, that's the further heat of that other series you're keeping tabs on, Tony. 
the Outback Racing Showcase uh, takes, uh, well, that win, Caffrey goes into third spot on 15 points behind Zumarata on 18 and Danui with uh, 22 points leads the tally at the moment with uh, points picked up so far in three of the four leagues conducted at uh, Julia Creek, Gregory Downs and Mount Isa. Three leagues to go. Tambo this weekend, as we mentioned. Tambo Cup is the next leg. Then Mount Isa on the 3rd of June. Longreach on the same day on the 3rd of June. Boy, we've crammed a lot into a short space of time this morning on the show. Uh, definitely, and uh, with that win, Billy Johnson heads the trainers' premiership, 35 to 33 over Tenya, who got multiple seconds on the weekend. But uh, if you've got great stories on country racing, just email me at barkersnews at optusnet.com.au, and we'll continue to see the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle and the battle of the bush take shape in coming weeks. Back next Tuesday, as always, Tony. Good morning to you. Good morning, listeners. Good on you, Rob, and thank you to Rob Luck, Scott Power and Brett Moody for joining us on Bushbeat this week as we continue to follow the Battle of the Bush qualifiers. Three coming up this Saturday at Cloncurry, Gladstone and Wandoan. The Outback Racing Showcase Series heads to Tambo for Cup Day and also racing on Saturday at Innisfail. And we're back next Tuesday to report on all of that and more on Bushbeat.